So before I jump into today's video, I just wanted to say thank you very much for being a supporter and follower of The Love Chat. As of yesterday, we hit 50,000 subscribers, which is a completely new milestone for us. And you guys have made it a pretty wonderful ride, both here on YouTube and on Twitch. And I'm lucky to have one of the most helpful and healthy and non-toxic communities on YouTube. And I feel pretty comfortable saying that. So thank you. This 50k is just as much as yours as it is mine. And before I forget, I am picking the three winners of the contest from two videos ago. If you have been chosen, you'll receive a comment. And all you need to do is follow the instructions I give you in that comment. Congratulations to the winners. Now then, on to the video. You know, one of the most normal things I can think of when it comes to relationships and dating, particularly dating, but I guess we can also think about this a lot of the time after a breakup, is am I going to end up alone, you know? Am I going to find someone who makes me happy, who I also make happy, that is a good fit? It can be so normal to be worried about such things, especially when you're going through the dating phases or maybe going through a breakup and you're dealing with all the residual sadness from that event. And we ask ourselves the question again and again, am I going to end up alone? And then we'll do things like running to dating apps and trying to make it work, even though there are so many people engaging in such unhealthy behaviors on dating apps. Things like one-night stands. Not that that's so unhealthy, but I think it can be if we're not careful about how we do it. But then there's ghosting. Then there's breadcrumbing. Then there's just straight-up lying, saying... Things like, oh, you want kids? Sure, I want kids too, as long as it gets me a girlfriend or a boyfriend for the next two years until we inevitably break up when we find out that, oh, I wasn't actually, you know, I thought I could just kind of convince you and pull you over to my side. But it's normal to wonder if we're going to end up alone. And one of the biggest reasons is it speaks to our insecurities, the things about ourselves that we don't like. And it can be so very daunting to put ourselves out there, particularly on dating apps where it's like, hey, complete stranger, I too am a complete stranger. Neither of us know each other. Let's meet at a random place, day, and time to judge each other physically, emotionally, mentally, in terms of personality, and just hope this works. And then maybe you're not on dating apps. Maybe instead you like meeting people the good old-fashioned way. And then enters the coronavirus, having its way with the world and obviously a very sad turn of events when we can't really see our loved ones or maybe our loved ones aren't there anymore. Now we're afraid of going out in public. And while the state of the world is perhaps better than it was when the coronavirus first started, things are still pretty bad. And it can feel definitely like the world is against us. So what do you do about that? Well, first and foremost, I want to reinforce that this is such a normal feeling. It's one that I've had. It's one that many, many hundreds, probably thousands of people that I've spoken to have had. It can sometimes feel like the world is out to get us. Like this is happening to you specifically because you're you. This is called meta-feelings. This is when you begin developing feelings about your feelings. This is when you begin aiming everything to somehow be about you and be your fault. If only I were different, 
this wouldn't happen. Or, I feel really down about the dating world. And I deserve to feel like that, because I'm no good. We begin developing feelings about our feelings. And then we begin overthinking. And of course, you all know that overthinking is just a gateway to more overthinking, which eventually leads to paralysis. The paralysis causes us to not actually change, not actually fix or do anything differently. For many different reasons, but usually it's because we're afraid of what could go wrong. And sometimes, rarely, we're afraid of what could go right. Having to find someone and make it work. A weird version of imposter syndrome enters the picture when we are in a relationship that's working, especially when it's new. Because we keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. We're so used to having to deal with relationships that didn't go the way we wanted them to go, perhaps not even romantically, perhaps it was friendships or family relationships. But we're waiting for that other shoe to drop. In other words, we're waiting for something bad to happen because we're not used to good. And so sometimes we might even act out unknowingly because we're waiting to be hurt. We're so afraid of being vulnerable, even though being vulnerable is how you actually end up falling in love. You can't love without vulnerability. There can be no true love without risk of pain. What's so important to remember is that burnout in dating is a real thing. And it's normal to wonder if you're going to be alone. That doesn't mean that you are somehow bad or defective or that there's something wrong with you. In fact, I'm willing to bet that most people in the comment section below, if you are willing to share, have admitted that there's been times, no matter what their status is, how much money they make, how good looking they are, whatever things that we think should be valued, but I'm willing to bet that pretty much everybody in the comment section has felt like that before. Am I going to end up alone? So what's the antidote to this? How do we combat this feeling of wondering if we're going to be alone forever? Well, you guys know me. I like to take the very logical and straightforward path through these types of things. So what helps me, and perhaps this will help you, is acknowledging the possibility that, yeah, it, it could happen. Yeah, I could end up alone forever. But if I do my best and I focus on myself and grow myself as a person, and put myself in situations where something unexpected could happen, the likelihood of me ending up alone is really bad. Sort of in the same way that if you're afraid of getting bit by a dog, and your friend says, oh, well, don't worry, that dog doesn't bite. And you go, oh, thank God, great to know. Do your fears of the dog just disappear? No, of course not, because the logical part of your brain, the part of your brain you can't trick, knows it is possible that you get bit by a dog. If you go to a house with no dog, you don't worry because there's no chance of getting bit. If you go to a house with a dog, the opposite happens. The same goes with dating. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It's possible that you end up alone. It is so incredibly unlikely that the only way you'll end up alone is if you had a hand in ending up alone. So here is what I propose. Be real with yourself. If I do not do the work, I don't get the reward. So what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to take care of my physical body, exercising regularly, whatever that means to you, but I recommend every other day. And I'm not talking about getting swole. I'm just talking about helping 
exercise your body because that helps your mental health. Two, obviously, some journaling, perhaps some counseling if you think that that's appropriate. Three, fostering healthy relationships with your friends and family. Say yes to going out, even when you really want to say no. Of course, it's understood that balance is equally important. Sometimes it's nice to have a nice night in. So a bit of common sense is called for here. Doesn't mean you have to go out every single night. And then ultimately getting out of your comfort zone. A boyfriend, a girlfriend, a new set of friends, a new friend group is not just going to fall out of the sky if you're sitting in the comfort of your home, not attempting to ever try something a bit new. I've said this in videos in the past, but we need to assume that we only get one shot at this thing. That we only get one shot at life. So, you want to live your life in such a way where you have pretty good stories to tell when you're on your deathbed. And you're not going to end up alone if you really try and live a good life for you. A life that honors who you are. And a life that shows that if you try, if you put in the good work, you will get results that make you happy that make you smile, that challenge who you think you are because you have no idea who you could be. It's about never being totally comfortable, but never being so uncomfortable that you feel chaotic. It's about balancing of the two. And of course, the Love Chat's always here for you. If you're feeling down or depressed or lonely, we do have a Discord. Discord is a free messaging app. And if you would like to join our Discord server, it's in the link below. And there are thousands of people who know me and know my videos who would love to help. Sometimes we don't need grand change. We just need to know that someone's there and someone's listening. So we would love to have you on the Discord server. Like I said, the link is in the description below. And as always, if you need coaching, just visit thelovechat.net slash coaching and use the code TLC2021 to get 15% off of that. This isn't always easy. It isn't supposed to be easy, growing up and combating our self-limiting beliefs. But it is doable. Especially if we just stay consistent. Set the bar high enough so that you're challenging yourself, but low enough so that you're not discouraged by the challenge. And take it one day at a time. You can do this. And I'll talk to you all next time.